You good? I am good. Also, I've been watching the fucking Hobbit all the time. I don't know what's happening with me right now. My mom and I have been listening to the audio commentary of the Lord of the Rings in the last Great. couple of days. We've been just like listening to Peter Jackson talk about the movies. Whatever you need to do to get through this time. <laughs> that is generally what we've been doing. Okay. All right. Let's begin. Should I say, are you ready, spaghetti? Carmen, are you ready, spaghetti? Oh, man. I am ready. I I've been really we getting into the groove. the last episode and I we heard didn't. Really? Who? Yeah. I just can't. I can't remember. It was like not someone we know personally, but it was. Oh like, my god! Ready spaghetti? I can't. That is like that. It fills me with warm, fuzzy feelings. <laughs> really, Carmen is gonna be on a shirt one day. I'll get Danielle to design it. It's gonna be yeah. great. It's gonna be amazing. Anywho, um, so this is our lovely podcast. I'd kill a spider for you. Oh my, Carmen, we're fully doing it backwards. I know. Okay, yeah, go ahead and introduce us. Introduce us. Oh gosh. Okay, so this is a podcast by two racialized women. Catherine is black and I am an off-white, white adjacent, <laughs> black brown. Yeah. Um, and uh, we do a podcast about, you know, how things are going on in our lives. Uh, basically big topics and small topics like dating and racism and uh, Marvel and Disney. And yeah. we just kind of go all over the place and just give our two cents on how things are going. Oh, excellent. Beautiful. Mwah, chef's kiss. That was great. <laughs> you know, we're trying to get out of our comfort zone because we've been stuck at home for ever. Oh, so. yeah. I feel like we're really like getting into the swing of the Zoom stuff. Like, honestly, these are just basically like long phone conversations with you and I, but... <laughs> <laughs> They're great, though. I am excited for us to do it in person, though, because I feel like we feed off each other's energy so much more. I do. Yeah, I think so, too. But I do enjoy this. I do enjoy that we can do this, because if there's ever, like, if we ever have shit to do at home, then we can just record it this way. Uh No, really, this is really good, and I do agree. We do feed off each other better in person. Oh, I miss you. I miss you, but... I miss you too. And now in Toronto, they've done gone to stage two. So everybody thinks everything is good. And I'm like, don't go outside. There is going to be a spike in like five, four, three, two next week. Yeah, I know. I know. You know, second wave is a coming. Second wave is coming. And it kills more than the first in most cases. So I'm excited. (laughs) I'm so glad I get to work from home for the next eight to nine months. So I mean bliss truly Truly. all right so this episode we're going to be talking about the i don't know very difficult very exhausting topic of being an adult Mm -hmm. or as the youths call it adulting Uh, what a dumb word (laughs) stupid ass word it's a really stupid ass word there's so many terms that people use and i'm like i can't and does it make us old to hate the word adulting or do just everyone kind of hate it I don't know. I mean, I feel like adulting is a stupid word in general. Like, why does it need a, is it a verb? It's a verb, right? I guess so. I'm adulting. But adulting is hard. It's very, very difficult. And what is it? You know? What the hell is it? So we're going to be going through various aspects of our experience being adults because we are, you know, 20-somethings. Yeah. Still. (laughs) Not for much longer. Not for much longer. We're really really at the edge of 20-somethings. So we're going to be talking about how we feel about it. We're going to talk about our social dynamics, and we're going to actually give you some finance lessons, because I know nothing about finances, but Carmen (laughs) really knows her stuff. I know a bit. I know a bit. So yeah. yeah. If you want someone to explain an RSP, that will be in here, because trust me, I don't know, but (laughs) but Carmen does. Yeah, apparently. So that's what we're going to do. All right. It's 
not like we learned this in school so we really fucking should the amount uh, that i wish that i learned about like taxes and yeah finances all this bullshit like i go to whenever i go to like a financial advisor i'm like please speak to me like i'm two years old like speak to yeah. me like i'm really really dumb i don't know anything i know nothing be simple and concise exactly basics exactly. please i know it fucking sucks it's truly awful um but Catherine, do you want to talk about like your experience in terms of like when you realized you were an adult what you thought an adult was the whole spiel sure so for me i think being an adult i mean like when you're 17 18 people are like oh you're an adult now and you're like i don't really think so i think the time i think the moment you become an adult at least for a woman is when you feel comfortable using the word woman i swear to god that's like a (laughs) benchmark not for i don't even know if that's a thing for boys because most boys don't really talk about themselves as boys and then as men unless they're boys to men um just but but the word woman is like a weird word that I didn't use for quite some time do you feel that way too yeah I mean even now I don't really use it that often I still call myself like I either say lady or girl yeah I feel like I started becoming comfortable with the word woman like a year and a half ago as referring to myself as one because yeah saying that you're a girl or a lady or whatever makes sense in some way because you don't feel like you've reached whatever like threshold of maturity you need to as if there's some sort of gauge I mean Carmen and I have been very mature for our ages our whole lives but even then you don't feel like you're getting older and you don't feel necessarily in your heart like you're an adult right really what an adult is is just an amalgam of responsibilities and exhausting (laughs) encounters like I don't think their adulthood even exists it's like in the same way exactly. generations don't exist, adulthood is just you're old now and children think you look old. And that's it. I think that's it. That's fair. I think that's a, actually a very fair point. Because I mean, I've always been like, I mean, my whole existence is a walking contradiction, I find. Um, but like, I've always oscillated between being 90 years old yes. internally and 16 years old internally. Mm-hmm. So like, I, you know, I can very quickly turn on the like being all like business or all work and being able to have those conversations and then going to like, having conversations about how how great I think Justin Bieber is. So, you know, and I think I've always been like that and I've always been told I'm mature and I've always been told that I seem older than I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I do also think that that comes with the territory when you have a single mom, I find. Like as a woman, when you have a single mom, I feel like, I don't know, like I feel like you mature differently than when you have both parents, I find. I don't know if that's just me, but I just feel like, yeah, I find that that seems to be something that happens where you're just like, you might have more responsibilities or be more aware of some of the things that are going on than maybe somebody who like doesn't have to think about it, whose parents are kind of doing a lot for them. Yeah. I think that makes sense. I think I, I would agree to some extent because I also have a single mom. Um, beyond that, I also have sisters who are seven and 10 years older than me respectively. So there is a big gap, even though we've all right. sort of communicated in a way where we feel like very similar in terms of what we don't like, it doesn't feel necessarily all the time like they're so much older than me because we just always been able to have conversations. But at right. the same time, you do have, you are speaking to older people. You are speaking to people older than you who have different experiences than you. And sometimes mm-hmm. my sisters say shit. And I'm like, bitches, you're so old. But <laughs> but for the most part, I think it lends to that maturity that you feel. 
Right. Yeah. Maturity and being an adult, I think, are very different things because we know people who are older than us who are like two years old in terms of their maturity. Literally every man I've dated. Like, it's just... It's just a, a minefield. So maturity is honestly completely different. But I think that a lot of people associate maturity and being an adult because they think that it will come with age. And it does to some extent, but it does also depend on the kind of person you are and the kind of emotional evaluation of yourself that you're going to do. Like exactly. if you're willing to actually like work on yourself, you're going to be more mature. Um, exactly. Just getting older doesn't necessarily equal doesn't maturity or adulthood. Yeah. I've met so dating. I mean, we could one day do another dating episode, but in dating, I've met so many man children Jesus. in my life where I just think to myself, you're grown, you live alone. Yet here we are, you have the emotional capacity of a four-year-old. Yeah, emotional capacity of a four-year-old. And I'm also, like, I feel like maturity and the ability to be self-sufficient are also things that like don't necessarily come with age because there no. are so many people that you know and you're like, I'm sorry, your your parents still do what for you? Like what's going on here? I or just like know, know how to do nothing but by themselves. Even if like, let's say their parents don't do things for them. Like they've never taught themselves how to cook or how to clean. Yeah. This is our fucking mess. And you're like, I don't, what is happening here? Who are yeah, you? Like, I, I are, don't you live that. alone? Like it's crazy. That's, yeah. And that's, that's kind of the issue. And I find that happens as well. Um, and it is for me, mostly I've noticed it in men. I mean, but it's also because we live in a society where women are taught to cook and clean and do all these things naturally. Yeah. Because we're told that that's our expectation. But boys, I mean, I'm Latin American, so boys are often not taught to do any of that mm-hmm. because it's just not an expectation for them. So for a lot of like old school parents, they wouldn't necessarily teach their sons what they teach their daughters, which ends up being at the detriment of their sons because then they go and move out and they can't do anything by themselves. It really, it's like a true nightmare. And you know, it's funny. Um, my mom did teach all of us how to, to cook and to clean and to do whatever, mm-hmm. but the way we take to it is different. So my eldest sister and my, or my two older, older sisters, they like have different levels of willingness to cook and clean. Like right. they're not necessarily going to like dive into it as much. And so mm-hmm. we joke that they're my mom's sons. <laughs> my, my eldest sister is my mom's African son. Um, my, because of it's like your African son who like, you like treat very well, but also like has a lot of expectations on them. That's my sister, eldest sister. Then my next oldest sister is my mom's Indian son because the Indian son doesn't, it gets treated beautifully by the mother and doesn't have to do anything and gets cooked and cleaned for all the time. That's mm-hmm. my other sister. And oh I am her Jamaican daughter. Her Jamaican <laughs> daughter cleans the house, cooks the food, takes care of you. <laughs> no special treatment for the Jamaican daughter. I um, mean, I'm not going to disagree with that. It is the truth. Like, <laughs> to explain for those who don't know, I am half Indian, half Black, and Jamaican. So this all comes together <laughs> with my family. But it is... It is the truth. I'm the Jamaican daughter. And the Jamaican daughter is more mature. Yeah, that's also true. But that's so funny. I mean, I, I do love that. I do find that I've met people who are older than me mm-hmm. who have said things to me like when they first met me, they thought I was older. Or like I look apparently younger than I yep. am. Like people are often like, are you like 24 or 25? And I'm like, no, or like 23, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've had people who are around that age um, who've been like, oh, you know, it's so funny. When I first saw you, I thought you were around my age. But then when I started hearing everything that you've done, like work-wise and otherwise, they're just, they sit there and they're like, wait, she can't be my age. There's too much. She's done too much to be my age. It just doesn't add up. Yeah. So I've 
so I, I do understand that for a lot of people, they think I look younger than I am for some of them. And then for other people, when they meet me, if they meet me and they start talking to me at the same time, they think I'm older than I am, which is weird. Uh, I feel like yeah. younger people think I'm around the same age as them. And then older people think I'm older than them. Oh, well, that'd be insulted. I'd be like, fuck you. But um, <laughs> but it's mostly just because they're like, well, the way you talk about things, I thought you were like way older than you were. Yeah, I think I feel I have that too, to some extent, because most people think that I'm much younger than I am. Like I usually just sometimes I one time I just like lied. I was like, yeah, sure. I'm 23. They're like, just like, cool. Like nothing even faced yeah. them. Or like I've had some people be like, oh, yeah, you know, people are aged. And I was like, you know, I'm like, like four years older than you. And they were like, what? Like, it was just, like, the look of shock. I love being carded. It's, like, my favorite thing. But... That's great. Yeah, that happened to me not that long ago, and it was very exciting. It's like a chef's kiss moment. I've had some good, like, double takes, because people will look at, like, the age thing again. They'll be like, you have to be... Oh, my God. And they'll give me a look, and I'm just like... (laughs) I look great today. I must must look great. Um, But beyond that, yeah, sometimes when people find out, they're like, 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 my work experience or, like, different things, the way I talk about them or where I've worked before, they're like, wait, how? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's exactly. going on? Like, like, I remember this one time there was someone where clearly it was because, like, the place that I worked at had shut down a few years ago. And I was like, oh, yeah, when I worked there. And they were like, when did you work there? Were you in high school? And I'm like, no, I worked there 10 years ago. <laughs> they're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, like, it didn't make any sense to them. So I feel like I get that, too, to some extent. And it's because the way people look is such a big part of how people are treated. Yeah. But it can be more complicated for people of color because we just age better, you know? Um, know. So people don't know how old a lot of Black people are because, and and brown people as well, because they just, and actually Asian people as well, it's because like the aging process and how you sound is um, not necessarily compatible. So I feel like a lot of people go by what you are like instead of what you look like in terms of determining age. Yeah, it's true. I mean, I remember, I can't remember who I had this conversation with, but somebody had told me, a while back that they're like, yeah, when I first met you and you were talking about everything that you did, like that you had your, you lived alone and you had your own place and you know, that you were a social, like a full-time social worker. I just thought you were older than me. And I was like, not definitely younger than you. Mm-hmm. And they just thought it was like weird that I had it all sort. And this was years ago. So this would have been when I was like 24. And yeah. Jeez. Yeah. They 100% thought that I was older than them. And they were like, yeah, I thought you were closer to 30 just because of all the things you had set up already. Um, I mean, I guess that's good, but I would be like, excuse me. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I think I said that. And they were like, no, no, it's because of like everything that you did. Um, Which kind of makes me laugh when I think about it because, yeah, I was like 24, I think, at the time. So, but then I also think about how people judge like adulthood and how old you are because now so many people from our generation can't afford to live on their own oh girl I want to talk about that when we get into like finances and stuff but like most of us can't afford homes like no exactly condos or anything and we also can't afford the rent like it's it's a whole nightmare yeah exactly and so when people talk about you know there's all these conversations about like oh you live on your own that's amazing and and people are so shocked for me at least because I've been living on my own since I was like 23 so yeah it's it's been quite a journey but people are always shocked because that just doesn't happen anymore and so for those of us that do live on our own it's a, it's really like rare and I wish that people would stop looking that as their the idea of adulthood because even for me I had to change the way I viewed things because I have a hard time when it comes to people living with roommates 
um it, at least when I'm dating them like I have a harder yeah. time because I'm like fuck now I have to socialize with all of you <laughs> but then I thought about it and I was like at the end of the day if I date people they're gonna have roommates yeah like probably. I'm gonna ever change because of the situation we're all in financially so I'm gonna have to be okay with either going to their house or they're always gonna be at mine yeah yeah that's a important consideration just because it's so normal now for people to have roommates because like rent in Toronto is like bananas astronomical Carmen and I are both very fortunate because we've moved into our places quite some time ago so yeah. our rent is like not so bad yeah but we can't move <laughs> no no we can't ever move where are we gonna go nowhere yeah, yeah. I also wanted to mention just some other things about adulthood like what I've noticed one thing that I've noticed that I think does make you kind of an adult is what you take your pleasure in in terms of really simple <laughs> yeah. things like right. my sister gave me like a magic bullet neutral bullet thing like last year I hadn't really used it because I didn't remember that I she gave it to me and I started using it the other day and I'm like look how fast this blends look how fast like, it's like it blends amazing like once you get like to a certain age shit like how good your blender is really matters it's true it's true um it's like it like when you and I talked about, I think somebody gave me um, really expensive mascara. Yeah. And I think I messaged you and I was like, what is this? How is it so good? Where have I been living yeah. all the time? See, it's that type of shit. Cereal goes on sale. When cereal goes on sale, I get yeah. so excited. Yeah. When shit's on sale. Oh my God. When clothing's on sale or yeah, even just like products that you use, like the mascara or like, I can't buy drugstore skincare anymore i just can't i my, i can't do it anymore <laughs> like i just have to buy the expensive shit because it's like such better quality yeah and it's That's just quality thing. starts becoming such so important i think the moment that you're excited when you get like a laundry hamper is when you're like <laughs> when you're an adult i know and i have like this old one that is just like a dollar store basket because i mean i live on my own so i don't need a big one and it's just this plastic basket but i remember being so excited when i got it like i was just i was so thrilled because i was just i just felt nice to be able to have a hamper it's like when i bought fuck oh recently i got like um, um mixing bowls and measuring spoons and i was over the moon Right? Shit like that is, I think that might be the better signifier of being a, an adult than maturity or finances. It's like, I got a really nice bedspread. It's really beautiful. Like When I get excited about shows that are going to be streaming, like yeah. where I'm just like, I'm going to have the weekend to just watch this documentary. And like, yeah, that's we it. sound like old lady. I don't like going out anymore. I, that's the other thing with adulthood. I think that like you grow up hearing like you're gonna have all this freedom mm -hmm. to do whatever you want but then we grow up and like we turn like 18 19 and we start going out and it's one of those things where for me at least it got real old real fast yeah so maybe the first two years i liked going out but maybe every like few months but not that much and mm -hmm. then i realized that it wasn't fun for me and i was like this actually isn't what i like and i know everybody says that this is what adulthood is is that you can go and get drunk and get wasted and do whatever but it's actually not that fun for me yeah i actually literally have a whole point about the like i wrote down i was like hmm, things about being an adult because like in terms of socialization i think you or well or social not socialization socializing yeah yeah um in terms of socializing i think you and i are very similar in that we were never party people like mm -hmm. 
we we tried. We certainly like enjoyed it to a certain extent, but we've right. never been party people, and we've never been people who go to bars and go to places like that. Like we no. go to restaurants, but mm-hmm. we don't necessarily go out to drink and do. And it's a very common thing for everybody to want to go out and drink. But as we are in our later 20s, people are doing more and more sort of indoor things like, oh, I'm going to exactly. party with my friends or we'll drink some wine and eat some like charcuterie or whatever, shit like that. And that is our zone. So I feel like that aspect of being an adult is important because, yeah, of course, there's the idea of adults who are able to like party all the time and do whatever. Right. But as you get older, more and more of your friends also want to stay home. And that shit's exactly. dope when you're like, yeah, oh, let's, nice. let's all go and hang out at one person's house. And like, if you're, if they're going to drink, it's going to be drinking like wine inside someone's house. And you're going to have like cheese and bullshit. Really, I swear to God, every party I go to, there is some sort of like cheese plate. Exactly. It is what you want. You're like, I just want some fucking... Reason, do, you yeah, any, I do you have any, like, kielbasa or whatever? Like, it's like, I recently started buying salami, like the braise, <laughs> like the spicy Cured salami. meats, like that's what you but want. I was like, I am so... It was on sale. I was so excited. I was Ugh. like, I get to have this with some cheese and some crackers. There's this, like, real. organic butcher shop that's actually between where we live. And, um, like, going there, I'm just like, oh and get some good quality meats like that shit's important now (laughs) yeah I find I find that too I'm finding that I'm trying to I'm trying to do better with like some of the things that I'm buying and like food and all that jazz and trying to and for me it's one of those things where it makes me laugh because I'm very self-conscious in general just about everything that I do but the thing is I live on that's very true thank you for that statement I live but I live on my own but it's funny because like I cook people assume because I always talk so bad about my cooking and everything else but like you know I do know I've had people who have eaten my food and they think it's good yeah but I'm just one of those people who I think the assumption is like oh she doesn't know how to cook or she doesn't whatever but I do and I like can sustain myself and try recipes every once in a while and what I mean I can't bake to save my life but everything else I can basically do it's just that I'm not one of those people who likes to like publicly do it you know like I'm never one who's gonna be like let's have a dinner party at my house because there's no way I'm cooking for that many people um I would just like order food but yeah I I just think it's funny because adulthood is one of those things where it's changed so much because like back in the day I remember like in one of my classes in university learning that adulthood was one of those things where like by the time you're like 12 you had to be out there working yeah yeah historically yeah yeah exactly and so now we're you gotta be contributing to the household exactly and it's funny because it's also so strange because in North America people are freaking out about people living at home with their parents but like that's that is the norm for all of human every history. other country or like for, yeah, in every other country for all of human history you live with your family so that's why i'm just it just makes me laugh because people seem so appalled and, and it, you, you do grow up even me like i've had to realize i'm like it's not it's very classist and also like a very western ideal to think really, that like really is. you're with has to have their own place because at the end of the day that's not going to be most of us like most of us aren't going to own real estate oh 
Don't depress me, Carmen. Especially those of us who are social workers. So yeah, it's just really interesting. And I just wanted to read some of the stuff that I learned about adulthood around the world. Sure. Give me, hit me those facts. So in terms of like what an adult is, I had like checked for different definitions and somebody said like someone who is fully grown and developed, which is very strange because from what I know, humans humans develop like your brain is developing up until you're like 21 and like puberty but puberty and stuff usually stop at least by the time you're like 18 for the most part so it's interesting that it says a person who is fully grown and developed because what does that mean also can i just say that i'm pretty sure i had a a boob growth spurt when i was like 22 21 22 where i was like not in my bras are fitting anymore so you know you sort of like um i feel like i noticed in the last couple years i can see like my face sh- uh, shape changing. You know what I mean? Oh, you me can too. see like the maturity in your face or like the baby yeah. fat going away, that kind of yeah. thing. So like, I feel like my like cheekbones got higher in the last like year and a half. I don't know what happened. Like they, they just like got a little higher, like That's- weird shit like that. I feel like my face is getting weird and saggy, but I also gained a bunch of weight and now I lost it. So now I'm like, mm, it's not as noticeable now, but that's I mean, just- I swear to God, you gained a bunch of weight. I swear to God, I noticed no difference. I know you didn't, but I did. What did you go from a size two to a size four? Get out of my face. (laughs) Actually, I am now permanently a size three to five. Ooh. And that's after I lost the weight. So God. Oh, oh, okay. Goodness. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, anywho. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just been, it's so weird, but so I was reading that and I was like, that's not even a definition. Cause yeah, what is, and also what is developed? Does it yep. mean mature? Does it mean physically developed? Does it mean, what does that mean? Exactly. So yeah, it didn't make sense. And then the, the other thing I heard was, uh, behave responsibly, which if, if we go based on people who behave responsibly, that's literally half the time, none of us. Half the time, none of us. But also I feel like we would probably be legal adults at 12. What the fuck were yes. we talking about when we were 12? Yes. Religion and politics. We would we, when we were children, we would talk about religion all the time we'd have these long discussions about history and shit like who yeah. were we adults yeah, when we, we were 12 no. consequences and we cared about consequences which like so many people didn't like you'd be like that's not good what if something happens like yeah we would always be like oh i don't want to do that because i wouldn't want to affect my blood like, like <laughs> we were such i swear to god carmen and i are the biggest squares when it comes to like drugs everything and everything, everything really but it's because we were always like what about the consequences what if you became addicted to that or what if you lost your yes. teeth or what if you blah 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 we took all those like health lessons to heart and we're like you yeah. know no drugs for us yeah so is that responsible like what exactly counts as responsibility not to mention i've met grown-ass men who have gotten women pregnant and then they're like oh she trapped me and i'm like no you didn't use a condom get your shit together she trapped me as if her body she like switched on the egg and she was like <laughs> and like sucked the egg and uh, the, the sperm in to the egg i think men think that's how it works yeah and like sure there are some women who do go out you, of like, their poke way hole in condoms sure but like sure. other than that but for the most part men don't wear condoms and then complain that they have a baby now. And it's yeah. like, well, it takes two. Um, and then there's legally responsible. So legally responsible is what we would normally know, which would be like the age of majority. Yeah. Um, and so for a lot of people, it's actually, so it's, it depends. So law wise, it's usually 18 for most countries around the world. It's 18, but like, I think in Saudi Arabia and somewhere else it's 14, which is interesting. Um, I don't know why that is. Um, 
And so, yeah, so Iran and Saudi Arabia, it's 14. But then it's weird because in Canada, the age of majority is 18, except for in BC, New Brunswick, Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, and then the, the territories. Mm-hmm. So like the Northwest Territories, Nunavut and Yukon, it's 19 legally. But then I know for a fact that in Ontario, you can, you can like, let's say you're um, um, like a foster kid. Yeah. So you can live on your own as a foster kid, but when you turn 16, like you can age out of the foster system oh. and like, they'll still support you financially and help you find an apartment and everything, but you can technically live on your own from when you're 16. It's really odd. And so some places even count things like, like sexuality or like, um, for example, like statutory rape or like the age of consent is different. So I think in Ontario, age of consent is like 17, mm-hmm. but it can be 14 as well. But then it depends. And so it's that's, really yeah, weird. That's very interesting. It's like, so weird and knows. arbitrary. And- yes. And nobody knows what an adult's age should be. They're just putting these arbitrary numbers. And so even in, in Ontario, it's weird because at 18, you can be charged as an adult, but then also depending on the severity of a crime, you could be 12 and be charged as an adult. Like it's never happened, but they have that rule in place where if you're over the age of 12, you're considered res- like criminally responsible. Hmm. And if the charge is bad enough, you can be charged as an adult. Hmm. I mean, that's possible. I just, all my head, all I'm thinking of is like, I wonder who gets I'm charged right. as adults. I mean, speaking of looks, like, the way you look and how you're treated as an adult because like girls let's say who look older quote unquote look older or are more developed in their body at a younger age get treated horribly by adult men because adult men um prey on them prey on them and they're like oh well she looked older oh well i thought she was older as if like that makes them able to consent like and that but that does make a difference in the criminal justice system because the men will be like well she seemed more mature and then like a lot of defense lawyers will be like, well, you know, she behaved more mature and she behaved older. So this, it's kind of like, oh, she asked for it. So always like, that's the other thing with adulthood. Like one of the things that I often hear is like for women or for girls, like often one of the things I've heard in media, I mean, my mother never told me this because she would never, but it was like, once you get your period, it's like, you're a woman now. Oh, you're a woman now. But no, my mother would not say that kind of shit either. No. But for men, oftentimes they're like, oh, you're a man now when he has sex for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a difference. And that can be a difference in age because women, like girls are getting their period, what, between the ages of like nine and like like 14. Yeah, exactly. But boys like maybe aren't having sex like until they're like 18 or 19. So yeah, that's a huge difference. And the fact that it's like related to sex as well. Yeah, I was fucking 11. Like, that's why I'm just like, you know, it's such a weird, it's just so strange. And nobody really knows. And different people have different ways of looking at it. Like I was researching, like coming of age ceremonies. And it's so funny, because I immediately started looking and I already had did like an eyebrow raise because all of these were like not white communities. So it was all like, look at these interesting, whatever, but there was nothing about like the Western world. So I was Mm -hmm. looking and it was like, of course, like the bar mitzvah, the bat mitzvah. So like, you're either 12 or 13 when you're Jewish and you do this whole ceremony and it's basically like, okay, you're a man or you're a woman now. Um, And it's like, you're an adult and you can make adult decisions, um, which is obviously very young, but they still do that. Or there's um, a community in um, Latin America and it's, it's this thing called the uh, Satare Mawe, which is, 
coming of age tradition, also known as the bullet bullet ant ceremony. But no. So, because uh, the bullet ant, for anybody who doesn't know, is an, I mean, you should just watch Ant-Man, but um, the bullet ant is- but, Okay, <laughs> for your research, please watch Ant-Man to find out about the bullet ant. I mean, I just love Paul Rudd, but um, like a bullet ant, actually, literally, when it bites you, it feels like you've been shot. Yeah, it's fucking awful. So the bullet ant ceremony is that when people in this community turn 13, I think boys, actually, when they yeah, turn 13, boys, usually. they have to wear these gloves full of bullet ants, essentially. No, what the and fuck? And the them. And they have to do it, and it's like a whole ritual into, like, manhood. Yeah. Um, well, you know, rituals into manhood, like, I was watching, because I'm cool, I was watching Joseph Campbell's The Power of Myth. And mm -hmm. Joseph Campbell, for those who don't know, is just a very important scholar in terms of um, talking about the history of stories and the collective unconscious and culture and stuff like that. Right. And he discussed the fact that, and obviously there are many other sources that discuss this, but he discussed the fact that, like, the coming-of-age ceremony or a variety of types are usually with boys. I think they're almost always with boys. And the reason yeah. why is because girls have a natural coming-of-age ceremony because menstruation happens to women and it's this big ordeal like you bleed for five days it's like a it's like a, a big thing to happen and especially in a world where we didn't understand why or necessarily exactly. what that meant and we did understand that it meant fertility but it's a huge ordeal that women naturally have so women naturally he also said something like women are society women women are naturally like society because that's what creates society and what um, continuous culture is is women in many regards and so for men in most societies they have to have an initiation ritual or a coming of age ritual because otherwise they just grow but nothing happens to them they have to have something happen to them to right. make them an adult so the idea of like having to go through an ordeal to becoming an adult to become an adult is something that is like across Which the board sense. in every society and even in like pre um, I don't even know, pre-whatever, Western societies, there were also coming-of-age rituals for men. Of course. Where they have to go through an ordeal. Exactly. But, I mean, I still think it's really funny that, like, in today's day and age, when I'm looking at all this, I'm like, guys, like, don't, I'm sure you find this fascinating and you're exotic, exoticizing us, like, yeah. fetishizing us. Exotification of, like, yeah. But also, y'all have your own, so, like, let's not do this. Um, but you but know I, what? I feel like there should be um, more West. Because, like, right now, it is basically just, like, oh, you had sex through a man. And, like, other than, like, bar and bat mitzvahs, there's nothing really. I feel like we should reinstate that. Just, like, yeah, get wondering. an ordeal for a boy to go through. You have to go to go sweat in a lodge or something. Like, you have to go out into the wilderness and do some bullshit because exactly. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> you need a trial. But I even think, like, the Amish slash the Mennonite have, like, Rumspringa, which is, yeah. like, you can you can literally do between the ages of 26 and 16, where you can go and, like, do whatever the fuck you want. Oh, and remember then, that reality show, Amish in the City? So great. <laughs> it was a reality show about Rumspringa. <laughs> so good. It was so good. Um, But, like... Yeah, that's its own thing, and, like, people should be able to, and it, I actually kind of like that, that people are able to, like, now, granted, with the Amish, if you decide that you don't want to stay in the community, they shun you, and you're never allowed to speak to your family again, which is very Same shame. But I just think it's, like, it's 16 to 26, you can do it whenever, and then as long as you, as long as you, like, to make a decision at some point before the age of 26, like, you're good to go, so I think yeah. that's really nice, and then, like, Mexicans, of course, and a lot of Latin Americans have quinceañeras, which is like when you turn 15 so and it's boys girls. have those? No. No. So it's only girls. girls. Yeah. Um, so girls so have it. But I think 
from what I remember, it's a mix obviously of like indigenous stuff sort of, but like maybe not the age, but a coming of age type of ceremony, but it's definitely basically a debutante ball. Yeah. Like if you yeah, look coming at, out to the society essentially. Yeah, it's a coming out um ceremony where you do like a waltz and like literally you have to do a waltz and there's like chain chamberlains chamber something like it's like boys that have to like present you and like it's you and there's boys and there's like it's almost like you have groomsmen and like and like bridesmaids almost but like it's a whole thing I was thinking about different things and I was like thinking personally I don't feel like an adult because yes I live on my horrible imposter syndrome I don't have imposter it's not imposter syndrome if I'm right, mm-hmm. not imposter syndrome. If I'm right, and every time, so I tell okay, so Carmen, 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 I swear to God, I swear to God. So that means that you think that you're delivering poor service to people, and and insufficient work. Yes. Fucking, I can't handle it. You know what? Podcast over. I'm not talking <laughs> to you anymore. Okay, but yeah. So I told you that I had a I had a full. Somebody was complimenting me about something, and I had a full existential crisis like three hours later just going like I'm I'm a fraud I don't know what I've done nothing I was anyway so I don't like well anyway um anywho so I don't think like I don't feel very much like an adult but I do know that recently like I I mean today I just was painting my bathroom and I, I mean I have been living like my mom and I always rented places or we always live somewhere where like maintenance would come in and, and do things like you didn't really have to like fix things on your own outside of like maybe fixing the fuse box and like changing your light bulbs there wasn't like much in terms of home improvement that you had to do on your own so like I've never painted by myself and so this is new for me and I got to do that over the weekend and I feel very like grown up for being able to one for decorating my own space because when you rent it's like not necessarily the first thing that comes to mind yeah um I don't, yeah, like, I don't really know how to do maintenance work, and, like, but I have, like, I've lived alone for the last, like, five, six years, or, like, yeah, I've been working full-time for a really long time. And you still don't feel like an adult? No, I feel like part of me doesn't, because I find, like, I emotionally, I wonder, like, how mature I am emotionally. I see. And I also know that my interests also, because, you know, like, yeah, I'm, like, 90 sometimes, but interest-wise, I still watch cartoons. I think they're great. I, you know. I don't think that's actually, well, here's, I I really don't agree with you. I mean, (laughs) but. Like, I know, it's just one of those things where, like, when society, like, people think it's weird when, like, adults really like cartoons or, like. I I feel like that's changing, though. Everybody does. Everybody likes cartoons, and I feel like that's changing, because there are more cartoons, like, geared at adults, like, like, um. That show that we don't watch, Bojack Horseman, or Ugh. Tuca and Birdie, which is very cute, um, or uh, Bob's Burgers and things like that. Like adults feel more comfortable saying they watch those. I feel like I've never met an adult who's like, I don't watch the Avatar: The Last Airbender. I feel like everybody's <laughs> fine with saying they watch that children's cartoon because it's one of the best like shows ever. Mm-hmm. I think that a comfort with different sort of uh, like fandoms and different sort of right. entertainment is much more common now like all people do is write like video essays about fucking star wars and star wars is for babies it really is it's not it truly is it's not for adults it's for children and it's one of those things where like entertainment that's more or that that has a broader spectrum is more common now and i think that like it's only really old people who'd be like oh you watch cartoons i mean that's true i mean i think i just feel emotionally i don't feel super mature but i think it's also when you're in therapy you realize how much you have to work on yeah, I guess so. Possibly. So I'm always just like, I feel emotionally immature. 
in a lot of different ways. And I know I've grown a lot and like boundaries, boundaries, learning boundaries for me Girl. was, is okay. Was and continues as Catherine knows to be so hard for me. I feel like at all times I'm your like boundary <laughs> yeah, setter. Yeah. I'm like, Carmen. Catherine, yeah. Catherine's always like my inner whatever. Cause I'm just, I just don't like, I literally don't notice things. And Catherine would be like, Carmen, that's really bad that that person did that. You know that. Right. And I'm like, <laughs> huh and then I tell my mom and my mom was like Catherine is correct I don't know why you don't like why don't you get this so like in those kinds of ways I feel really like emotionally mature in a lot of different ways but I also know other people and and like I don't it's not necessarily fair to compare yourself to others but sometimes I meet other people and I'm like wow you are a child like I've met men where like I've met men who like are all about I don't want commitment I don't want commitment I don't want commitment and then you know I've had situations where like you I can tell they're scared little deer scared little babies where they like want to date or or they say that they don't want to date they just want to hang out or whatever or they want it to be physical and then if I start dating someone if they're just like wait but but I like you and you're just like "Mm, you didn't tell me this till now so yeah well that is a level of immaturity that is like off the charts yeah but men but men specifically get to get away with that oh absolutely boys will be boys boys will be boys baby boys will be boys why are you telling me how great i make you feel yeah it's fucking well really the idea that boys don't have to mature until they're in their like ever um ever is a like a very old very western idea like there was this i remember there was this like original source i read in one of my classes and it was like about these like guys who would go out like boys who would go out they say boys they're like 18 19 20 25 whatever right they would like destroy the town and i swear to god the response this was like 18 whatever and they were like oh, boys will be boys <laughs> like, what? stupid like, or like- literally the idea of like Women have to be mature faster because, or no, so so there's the idea that women mature faster, but that's not necessarily okay. true. Women are forced to mature faster because they're given more responsibilities usually, and they also have to deal with a lot more um, dangers, basically, and they are warned about those dangers. Like, you're 12 years old when you're first told, like, someone might sexually assault you. Like, you're, you're very young when you're given exactly. all this information, and so you are forced to encounter and mature up. and grow up. So mm-hmm. it is one of those things. But when oh. it comes to, I just, oh, I, what was I going to say? Just, um, men. No, men, but like, I do also want to say like the way you've been talking about feeling like an adult, I obviously know this is your experience and not mine, but I feel like it almost sounds like you're saying that you'll be an adult when you're done working on yourself. Yeah, you know which, will which will never happen. Which will never happen. Everybody will be always working on themselves. I'm like working on myself constantly and parsing my feelings and talking about things and trying to figure myself out. And I feel like, that doesn't make me not an adult. I feel like right. actually working on yourself makes you an adult. I, I feel it. like the, the process of, of trying to better yourself is mature. I feel like the process of, of bettering yourself and trying to understand yourself and your emotions and your fucking everything is what being right. an adult is because they're like my grandma is the most immature person I've met in my whole <laughs> life. Like it's like, it doesn't, it, you're never going to stop working on yourself. And if you do stop working on yourself, you're probably regressing because you need to keep working on yourself. Yeah, I know. It's a mess. I mean, I get that. And I think one of the things that I've noticed is like, yeah, for me, like a sign of maturity when it comes to other people, at least for me, it's like, it is the thing about like not depending on, not not depending on, but like not needing your parents to like pay for your shit all the time type of thing. Like, yeah, that's like a thing, obviously. But then it's other stuff like being able to discuss your feelings 
like openly or, you know, not freaking out every time you have uncomfortable feelings about something. Yeah. Being like, able to be honest the, with yourself and with, other, and with your other people, being able to recognize when you're being an asshole or being able to recognize when you're in the wrong without fucking freaking out. Yeah. And I think, I think a lot of people don't do that. There are certain things emotionally where I've, I, I mean, you'll know who I'm talking about, but I can't say who, but I've met somebody who is in their, like, I'm going to say mid to late thirties, who I've never encountered somebody so emotionally immature. Uh Like (laughs) their lack of consideration for others is truly on a level I can't explain. And so for me, when I think about what I think adulthood means, it's considering other people. Yeah, absolutely. Being able to consider uh, consider other people and like, if you make decisions or like what you're doing and like how it impacts them. And I think, and that's actually one of my biggest turnoffs in relationships or like when I've been with people, it's like, if you, I do everything I can to consider the other person. So if the other person doesn't do the same for me, it feels weird and shitty and but then I also like I've recently been meeting people where I'm like you like have no insight into like how your shit impacts the people around you at yeah, all. Yeah absolutely I, I feel like um what we're like landing on is that yeah sure being an adult is a stage of life where you're like maybe let's say from 20 to like whenever you become a senior when you become yeah. like 65 or something right but there's a very big difference between being an adult and being a grown-up. Yeah like 100%. being a grown-up is I feel like really what we're trying to get after being like a mature person who yeah. can empathize and who can deal with themselves and other people and not be a fucking nutcase about it just be or not be a terrible person you know yeah and just like be able to be like oh fuck yeah I fucked up and like it is hard it is hard to be like oh I shouldn't have done that that was awful um, but being able to do that is is good and like being able to regulate your emotions in certain situations is also really important and like not getting super defensive all the time and it's like yeah. a skill that you need to learn but it's something that's really needed and I just think that that doesn't happen enough especially for men but just in general like it doesn't necessarily keep slipping that in I mean it just it's doesn't just, it's just the truth it is just the truth like the man screaming in a Home Depot who's like 45 with two kids is not necessarily going to be more mature than the like 21 year olds who yeah. takes responsible care of themselves and their family. You know what exactly. I mean? I mean, a lot of times women end up being more mature, but like in other times I've met women where I'm just like, wow, what's up with you? What is wrong with what you? What is uh, up with you? Yeah. You, there are a lot of very immature women. We're not saying that there aren't. We're just saying that even very immature women often are more mature than the most immature men. Exactly. Um, I want to f- show you, we're going to do this quiz together because it's, it's just a quiz about only a true, it's a BuzzFeed quiz. Oh. Well, only a true adult can get 75% or more on this quiz. Okay. All right. All right. So all right. All right. We'll so where's this? All right. So please, please begin. Yes. So um, number one, booked your own appointments to see a doctor. We've both done that. Or have. And then the other one is booked your own appointments to see the dentist. Yep. Yeah. I've done both. Um, paid for your own phone. Of course I have. Yeah. Uh, paid rent, obviously. For sure. Lived alone. We both have because you lived on res. I did, but like, I don't know if that counts as living alone. I did. I feel like, yeah, I know. I have not essentially lived alone because yeah. I've lived as a roommate with my sister and I take care of my mother. Like, no, but. But also, yes, because like you are helping out when it comes to like 
supporting like your mom and stuff I guess I don't think I'm a collaborative I'm a a caregiver I guess but not living alone so I will say no on that one okay cleaned your oven yep so here's my thing about cleaning the oven (laughs) (laughs) I barely use my oven Uh uh-huh Catherine has probably used my oven more. That's not be true. That might be true. Um, but I have cleaned it, but I don't like people are like, oh, there's like a cleaning, clean oven setting on your oven. I was like, I've never. You have a clean oven setting? Oh, my mom was mad because we just got a new oven because the old one broke and it doesn't have a clean oven setting. I don't, I mean, I don't know how how it works. Like I just try, I go in there every year, once a year, maybe scrub it down. Not very well, but there's not really much going on in there anyway. That's where I stick my pots and pans, so I don't really really do much with it, but I have cleaned my oven. I just don't think I clean it in the way that you're supposed to. Deep cleaned your entire house. Yeah. Obviously. Carmen Carmen does it every day. (laughs) Washed your own bedding. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Have you ever ironed your bedding? I've never. Actually, I have one time, but then I was like, why am I doing this? It was like like a very crumply sheet, and I got an iron out, and then I was like, why? Yeah, exactly. It'll like, straight flatten out. Because the thing is, the, you know what my solution to the crumply sheet was? Uh, fold my sheets better. That's all. Well, that's fair. I mean, I still don't know how to fold my own sheets. But um, you tried to teach me, and I still didn't get it's it. It's not hard to fold a fitted sheet. I hate it. I just roll it. Okay. I just roll it and call it a day. Um, put fresh bedding on by yourself. Obviously. What kind of questions are, what are, what are all the bedding questions for? Yes. No, I feel like that. I feel like maybe a man wrote this. Um make your own bed every morning. I do not do that. I make my bed every couple days, maybe. I feel like making my, what does making your bed mean? Because I just have like a sheet that I'll just like flip up and then it'll be flat. You know, I have, I usually have quilts or I have duvets and all that takes is just like straightening it. Yeah. So I guess, yes. Yeah. Have you obviously done your own food shopping? Of course. Yeah, of course. Uh, Yesterday. Learn to cook a variety of meals. I mean, you know I have. I mean, I have, I just don't share them with people. Because yeah, you never cooked for me, Carmen. Because I just, because you, your standards are too high. That might be you true. Know, but the people I've dated for the most part, you know, I just assume they're, they're not very good at cooking. So they just are impressed by what I do, even mm-hmm. though I don't do much. Um, bought your own clothes, obviously. Who, what man child wrote this? This is what I'm asking. This is what, what I don't get. man wrote this? <laughs> like... <laughs> Done your own laundry, Catherine. Carmen, uh, of course I have. Ironed your own clothes. I have ironed. I own an iron. Of course I have. Um, Bought clothes that are for a special occasion, like a wedding. Yeah, I have. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Class sleeping in until like 9 a.m. Like like sleeping until 9 a.m. and being like, oh, I slept in. No. No. I would only class sleeping in till 9 a.m. Is, is if I had work that day. Then I'd be like, oh, shit, I slept in till 9 a.m. But otherwise, sleeping in is noon. Yeah, that's, yeah, when I read that, I was like, how dare you? Um, babysat for somebody, you have. I mean, not really, no. I, I guess I have in conjunction with my mother taking care of my nephew, but even then, I usually leave the room after, like, five minutes. I'm like, bye! <laughs> you take care of this baby by yourself. I can't handle him. He's bulking. He's actually much, much more entertaining lately. He, you know, he says my name. It's very, it's very cute. That's great. Um, I have babysat, but I babysat from when I was like 14, so that's why I'm confused. And you can't um, sit all the time, so. No, that counts. Um, looked after a plant without it dying. I mean, yeah. I, my orchid hasn't died yet. Yeah, so. I got a whole bunch of little plants. And I got, you know what I got? One of those little mm-hmm. mini greenhouses from um, Ikea. Because Ooh. my cat, Huey, 
destroys my plants. He killed one of my trees. He digs up my other shit. He can't be trusted. He knocked over a plant and shattered it, so I had to get something to protect them. Uh, well, you know, he's a kitten. So I mean, he's a year old now. Yeah, he's are one. they still kittens till they're like two? I think, well, they're technically, he's technically like a, like a 10-year-old. Mm, I see. Well, that's interesting. Have you looked, you've looked after yourself when being ill? Yeah. Who, who wrote this, Carmen? I mean, I've hosted a dinner party. All of these things I could have done when I was like 20. Yes. I've never hosted a dinner party. Like, not a dinner dinner party. Like, I've had people over and we've had dinner, but I've never I've hosted, attended well, a dinner I party. I do my birthday dinner parties where I have my sisters yeah, and my mom and everything. I'm drunk a pint of water between drinking alcoholic beverages. Yes. I mean, I drink a pint of water just on the regular anyway, but yeah, like, yeah. I mean, I guess it makes sense, though. Um, had a two-day hangover, me. No, I don't get hangovers. I don't like you. I've had two-day hangovers, and I think I had my first two-day hangover when I was 23, 20. Yeah, I think it was like 23, and I had a two-day hangover, and I was like, I am officially an old woman. No, no, no. I did get that one. No, I had one. That one time you and I got real drunk, like, last year. Oh. I was kind of like, I don't get hangovers and like I get headaches, but I just am so tired and I was tired for like two days. That was a bad one. Yeah. We were so, so wasted. Oh, we were so wasted. Um, uh, we haven't had three day hangovers, luckily. Not no. yet. Organized a holiday, like a trip. You have and I have. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ordered your own passport. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. I have to get my OHIP card. Learn to drive. No, no. <laughs> oh no we have not no, we, but we live in toronto we don't neither of us can drive i think i'm gonna no. get my license maybe soon i mean good luck with that i'm avoiding cars at all costs because fair enough i have the directional abilities of a fucking toad or something voted in elections we've been voting in elections since we could since we were yeah. 18 oh i was devastated the very first time that i could vote for an election for whatever reason like my papers were in a different space because i was living in different places and blah 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 and i couldn't vote and i was real sad i remember i was devastated because i couldn't vote that first time we could all vote Ugh. but i voted ever ever since yeah uh set up a savings account yeah yeah uh, bought a house <laughs> neither oh, yeah, yeah absolutely I have a doll house maybe but that's about it <laughs> build flat pack furniture which I guess is just like Ikea furniture. I actually like building furniture yeah I don't have that hard of a time with it but maybe it's because unlike a lot of people I read instructions yeah they're not difficult it's not hard to do no it's just it might be a little time consuming but that's about it yeah and some people just don't like reading instructions well, and some I'm people like, well, are just fucking stupid um, hung a picture on a wall yep yeah you know what the last thing I hung on a wall was? Uh, My map of Middle Earth. That's hilarious. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah, it works well. Changed a light bulb. Yeah. I literally had a client once, Catherine, who called her super to change a light bulb for her. And I was like, why? What's and it why? wasn't, I was like, so you don't have any light in your bathroom? She's like, no, because the light bulb blew. And I was like, well, just go get one. You live down the street from a Dollarama. And she's like, I'm like, can you afford it? And she's like, yeah. And I was like, so just change your own light bulb. But what's hard, nothing, literally, it's, you turn the light off, you screw it in, you turn the light on, it's on now. That's why I was so confused. Anyway, so she was like, no, I, I don't know how. Anyway, it's a whole story. Don't um, know how. Have you ever bled a radiator? I don't even know what that means. No. Me neither. So I'm just going to skip it. But apparently it's a thing you need to do. Um, mowed your own garden. Neither of us, we've... Um, I did when we had a, I had a house when I was growing yeah. up. But like technically I was a child doing chores, I think. So. Yeah. Remembered family birthdays without needing to be prompted by your parents. Obviously. Yeah, of course. 
Um, ask somebody younger than you for help with something techie. No. 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 Said the words when I was your age. No. No, I haven't. I haven't done that either. Uh, actually, I feel like I might. You know what? Maybe I was little. You're both like, you know what? Maybe to a child. I've said that to a child. Like I think I said that to my younger friends who are like in relationships. No, I, I feel like I've said that to someone underneath the age of ten. Oh, that's, that's about it. I think I've said it to like people in their early twenties where I'm like, look, you're like in your early twenties. This is what I was like. It makes sense that you're like, I called someone a baby once. One of my friends, um, she was like driving me home <laughs> and, I, and she was like, Oh, I'm 24. And I was like, you're, you're a baby. baby. You're just a baby. Yeah. I mean, that to me is a baby. I mean, I had the really horrible experience of having to go to court with a client whose child had to had criminal charges. And so we went to the courthouse for their first like court date. Whatever. Yeah. And the kid was like 18 or 19. And so he sat up on the stand and I looked at him and I was like, that's a baby. A little baby. That's a Which... baby being charged with like some big ass charges. Like he's going to be there for a while. And so I was sitting there and I was so sad because the age of like the age of maturity and like the fact that like you can be charged as an adult at 18. Jesus. I feel like until you have an experience where you see an 18 year old on the stand as an older person, like you look at them and you're like, fuck like you're a child yeah it's like it's like unless they're like what's that guy's name what are the, what, the kids who killed their parents the menendez brothers Menen- unless you're like the menendez brothers like get the fuck out of here like you know what i mean it just yeah it's unless weird. you're heavenly creaturesing it up you're still yeah. a baby that's why it's so anyways it was really strange for me to see but yeah it just it does kind of blow my mind and i guess like, yeah, what the, the quiz said that we got like 76%. So we're like adults or whatever. But then it's just like, okay, so who made this quiz? Like a, a man. A man. What? Look, scroll up, Carmen, scroll up, find his name, identify him. Yeah, let me see if I can figure out who this person is. Oh, yeah, it's a man. His name is Ben Henry. Yep. Oh, yep. 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 That checks out. So if we talk about finances, like, yes, just, I was about to say, Carmen, please. Please, okay, Professor about- Carmen, Professor Carmen, can you explain <laughs> RSPs to me, please? Okay, first, 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 I've met people when I was, like, a social worker, because, like, do you give checks for rent? Like, how do you pay your rent? Yeah, I give checks. Yeah, so I do post-dated checks, and I just give them a year's worth, and I put them in the mail and whatever, or put them in my super's, like, mailbox, and yeah. go on about my day. And so I remember working with somebody who was, like, two years older than me. So she was a client, but she was two years older than me, and I was like, oh, okay, so you just have to, like, write a check. <laughs> she was like, a what? And I was like, you have to write a check? She's like, I don't know what that is. What? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. I can understand maybe not having checks because checks are expensive, like $50 for checks. But I don't have to pay for mine. I don't understand. Why? Because I, uh, my bank company is uh, one of those like no-fee bank companies. Uh, but, um, but regardless, like I can understand not physically having a check, but how would you not know what a check was? Like she had never had to do anything with checks. But like, like, like you'd ever heard of it? Closet. Yeah, it was so fucking weird. Like she was like a what? Yeah. And so I had to like explain it and do it with her. And, and so like it was a whole thing. That's bananas. I know. And But like she wasn't the only one. I feel like there were a few people where that happened. And so, and even if they did know what checks were, they didn't know how to how to do them. And so I'm but just you, like, what? Okay, Wait, it, it, school. But they're like, okay, okay. okay you did ahead, math. Yeah. I learned trigonometry, which I think I've never in my life used outside yeah. of school. I mean. But I didn't learn things about, like, how to fill out a check. 
taxes. Like that wasn't really shit that you learn necessarily. Like I think I learned about interest rates, but that's because I was in applied math. But academic math, I feel like you were just you're learning useless math. I mean, unless you're going into a particular field, yeah, useless math. Like the thing about it is I well, the Czech thing I just don't understand. But like the idea that we should be learning um, taxes and just like financial responsibilities and uh, how to budget and all those sort of things in school, we really should. Like, I don't, I, I can't understand why that's not taught. Yeah, that's why school should really be teaching us. So let me tell you my journey of my RRSPs because it's, it's a wild ride. So essentially I started working full-time as a social worker at an agency. And one of the things that they had as stipulations was that they would contribute money to put into your RRSPs. RRSPs in Canada are like retirement savings plans. So you put money in for when you retire and essentially when you're at the age of retirement, that's the money that you'll use to live on. So some people get like a bit like a pension essentially like CPP, but, and that's like what the government gives you, but it's not necessarily always enough to live on. So you, as the idea is that you'll live off of your RRSPs um, if you start saving enough for as long as you can. And the incentive is, is that whatever you put into your RRSPs counts as like a tax deductible. So it's supposed to be good because it'll help you pay less taxes when tax season comes around and it's supposed to help for your saving stuff. So what they don't tell you is that you should start saving into your RSPs before you're in your like forties, because you're only going to have enough in your RSPs by the time you retire. If you start saving, you're near like late forties, like you're literally only going to be able to live off of, like, they're not going to give you any money. The government's not going to give you any money. They're just going to make you live off of your RSPs, which could basically be poverty for as long as, humanly possible so like my uncle went to figure out his rsps in his like 50s and the guy was like it's not worth it don't even bother because <laughs> then you're just going to be living like destitute for quite a few years before the government's like okay whatever we can give you cpp um so you have to start saving pretty early so i started saving when i was like 20 23 i think and uh yeah so i was 23 and basically the idea is you can use it as well. If you want to go back to school, you can use it to pay for school stuff and they won't charge you interest. Um, and you can use it to buy your first house up to $10,000 and you don't have to pay interest. Hmm. Um, I think it's up to $10,000 and you don't have to pay interest on like pay, putting it back into your RRSPs. Um, and you have 10 years to pay it all back. Um, with no interest. So for people who don't want to pay student loan fees or like interest fees for their student loans and they have an RRSP, it's like a way to go about it so that you're not worried about interest rates okay. and having to pay that. So I did that when I went to do my master's. I took out $6,000 and it was this whole ass because nobody explained it to me. I thought that I would just like take out the money and like I would be okay and I'd just pay it back whenever. So come to find out that I had put in like 2500 back in before I even fucking graduated because I hadn't used all the money that I took out. And it didn't count as repayment because it, I put it back in too soon. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Hang on. Hang on. So yeah. you took out $6,000 out of your RRSP. Yeah. To pay for your thing. And yeah. so you paid it back while you were doing your school and then they didn't count that as paying back? Yep. Why though? <laughs> when, when is the they day that you're supposed to pay? But, but what does that, how does that make any sense? What is the day you're supposed to pay it back when you're finished your question. schooling? I still don't know. I still don't know. To this day, I don't know what happened. <laughs> and they were like, well, it didn't count because when you go do your taxes, somebody is supposed to tell you, hey, are you going to count this as repayment into your RRSPs? Like, this is your lifelong learning plan repayment. Are you going to count it? And nobody told me that. They just 
put it towards my RRSPs. So basically what it means is if you take it out, what they don't tell you is that it's no longer a tax deductible when you're putting the money back into your account. So for me this year, I had to pay $700 in taxes because none of the money that I accumulated for my RRSPs, which by the way, was close to $3,000, didn't count because I still haven't fully paid off what I, according to them, took out of my account. So, okay, so like, so, so how do you go about putting money in your RS, RSPs? Like, do you talk to, did you talk to a financial advisor? Yeah, or did so you I had just... to open one with my bank. So I had to call the bank and be like, hi, I want to open an RSP account. And like, it's pretty simple. It's almost like a savings account. But the only thing is like, you absolutely, whatever you do, cannot touch the money at all. Like ever, because if you take out, if you want to take out the money, it's a whole process. You have to fill out paperwork. Um, you have to sign a bunch of documents and, and, and you have to do it in person. Um, and yeah, so you have to sign over a bunch of documents and a bunch of other stuff. And then when you do it, um, you can only take out a certain amount. And if you're doing it, let's say that you don't have a job and you're really struggling and you need money and you know you have money in your RRSPs, they're going to tax you up the ass when tax season comes. So the <sighs> only way you won't get taxed is if you did it for school or you did it to buy your first house. Otherwise, like you're basically like... A th maybe a third of it is going back into paying off like paying taxes on it because they basically Jeez. penalize you for touching it so what I would always tell people with the retirement savings is like put in what you can but don't put in more than like if shit gets rough for you don't put in so much that like you don't have any savings and you only have RRSPs does our do RRSPs like um you get an interest rate like you, you get interest earn rate? Interest like just like you earn interest on it I think so yeah I think I can't remember. Professor, yeah. what's the answer? No. Um, um, but yeah, so it's like really complicated. And I think it's the same in the US. Like there's like IRAs and 401ks and all sorts of nonsense. And like nobody understands it. Nobody knows what the fuck anything is. And like it just in taxes in general, I'm like, what? I don't yeah, I have like no. A, yeah, like I have a fair bit of money saved. Um, right now I don't trust myself to not spend it. So my mom's holding on to all of my savings and then I have my RSP account, which I can't touch anyway. Yeah. But it's one of those things where like, I had to talk to someone and I had to ask like, what's the difference between a GIC and an RRSP? And they, what's a GIC? A GIC is like, you can sit it, it, like it accumulates interest, but it's like a short term savings thing. So you okay. put money in and it's like locked for like five years or 10 years. I gotta go talk to a financial advisor. And then you don't, and then you just don't touch it and it accumulates interest. It's supposed to be like good for you, but it's almost like bonds, like savings bonds or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Actually, I did talk to a financial advisor earlier, like this year before everything, but yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They were like, oh, yeah, we can have your money in this kind of account and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I don't get it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> See, it's a whole thing. And so that's what I don't, I don't get. And for me, I have so much money in my savings, yeah, which is good because I don't want to end up in a bad situation, but it's also like, you know, it's so strange because you have to think about it in terms of taxing and like, how much money am I making? Am I going to have to pay back taxes? And like, how do I stop that from happening? And nobody really explains that to you unless you actually go out of your way to call. And I feel like I've met adults. I've heard stories, Catherine, about people grown-ass humans who haven't done their taxes in like 10 plus years yeah I mean I will say I used to be one of those people there were like a couple of years where I didn't do my taxes but a couple <laughs> of years Catherine I'm talking but about I was in my earlier 20s so. yeah I'm talking about like 50 year olds with their own businesses who haven't done their taxes oh okay well then I don't I don't understand them and I met people like that and I'm like how has no one caught you one How, yeah right and also like I wasn't making money to like pay back but people often do that when they have money to pay back they just don't exactly and I'm just like but weirdly my taxes yes. this year were also fucking weird because like my taxes for the last last year because I don't know what the fuck 
because I used to be going to this guy to do my taxes and I guess he wasn't entering some, my student loan stuff correctly. So like I wasn't getting the benefits of like whatever they take off based off your student loans, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. And then last, my, my 2018 taxes, they just like the CRA just did it for me. They're like, oh, we added this to your tax return, blah, blah, blah. So instead of giving you this much money, we're giving you this much money. And it was way more money. Um, but then I did my 2019 taxes. And then similarly, the taxes, I so, so oh, I should say, the last yeah. two times I did taxes, I did them with, um, instead of going to a guy, I went, the, mm -hmm. I did it with TurboTax, just right. like a tax software. And my 2019 taxes, they said on the tax software that I owed $100 in taxes. And I paid that. And then the CRA sent me a thing being like, oh, we reevaluated your tax, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Yeah. And they gave me like $400. I was like, what's going I don't understand. I don't understand. Where, where was I supposed to put this in my taxes? It never says where I'm supposed to put this in my taxes. How am I supposed to know what I'm up? Like everything about it is so complicated. And then they're like, oh, we noticed you didn't add that thing. So here you go. And I was like, why? I don't understand. But see, this is the problem. None of us fucking oh. learn any of this shit. And we were just sitting, taxes don't make no sense. I also, oh, also, just one thing. The year that, I, yes, last, the, the 2018, I made way more money than I made in 2019. And in the 2018 taxes, I got a lot of money back. And in the 2019, I had to pay $100. And I was like, what? See, I got, I had like a, I made extra money. I made like, from my last job that I had, then I went to school, then I got another job, and then I got another job after that. And I was only making like maybe two grand, three grand more at my new job than I had been at like like two two jobs previous to that. And I had to pay $700 back when I would Ugh. usually get like at least 400 back. Like, so I what? was just sitting there going like, what? What happened? Why? And, and I so am fucking dreading point. next year's taxes where because of um, COVID, which is, if you're listening to this in the future in a bombed out shelter, right now we're in the middle of 2020 and uh, COVID-19 is happening. And uh, a lot of people in Canada in particularly, what you're having is um, CERB, which is a Can the Canadian Emergency Response Benefit, which is $2,000 a month, essentially. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But they're going to tax us later. So next year, who knows what our taxes are going to be? I mean, I'm just lucky. I mean, I I'm I know I have to. I told Catherine I know I have to pay back because I think they overpaid me um, for the month and week that I was off of work. But I'm just sitting here going like, now I'm terrified that I'm yeah. going to save money and then they're going to be like, actually pay it all back. Actually, give us four thousand dollars. Like what? That's it's that's it's a lot. It's a fucking lot. Well, that's that's anyway. So adulthood. We're not prepared for it. We're we don't know anything. And when it comes to finances, we know even less. Because we know we truly nothing. I feel like we did have an advantage in that our mothers are very helpful in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, in terms of preparing us, like, we know how to cook. We know how to clean. We know how to take yeah. care of ourselves in those, like, basic ways. Mm -hmm. um, we were given, I was given those responsibilities, like, either early in terms of, like, let's say doing my laundry. I started doing that when I was, like, 11 or whatever. You yeah. know, my mom would still do it as well, like, but I knew how to use the washing machine. Exactly. Or yeah. like cooking, like my mom would take me into the kitchen to help me cook. So I was prepared in those ways. And in other ways, I feel like I was just prepared yeah. to talk about feelings and to deal with myself right. and make those sort of decisions. I've, I've been doing that for a long time. But when it comes to like things that I don't have control of in a personal way, I am so... I have no idea. I don't know anything about taxes or finances or fucking anything. And when people explain it to me, my brain just doesn't, it doesn't even sink in. I like goes in one year out the other. I don't get it. 
yeah see for me I'm like it's a little bit easier for me with finances because I feel like my mom has always been like very finicky about finance stuff so I kind of why I was able to um and then also because in applied math in when I went to school like when you and I were in high school applied math was very much practical yeah, it was practical. So I learned about things like interest rates. That's very, that's kind of shady, actually. <laughs> They're like, um, listen, you can't do uh, the good math. So we're just going to teach you how to, you know, survive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're not going to give you, we're not going to give you anything too lofty. Um, I will say I'm good at saving. I'm excellent at saving. I know some people who are terrible at saving. I'm very good at saving and budgeting in that way. But I'm yeah. talking about taxes and like all the like loftier elements of like finance. Yeah, Those I'm like, I don't know. No idea. Yeah. That shit can be hard. And that's why like I had, I'm telling you right now, if my job wasn't contributing to my RSPs back in the day, I never would have asked. Yeah. So like, I wouldn't what? even fucking know what it was. So I wouldn't bother. But now that I have them, like it's one of those things where I have to put money in whenever. And they're, and they always tell you like, Oh, it's better to like put in a certain amount every week then. And I'm just like, why to this day, I don't understand why. Um, <laughs> And I, and I also don't have my own business, but I know there's been conversations around some of the people that I know who do social work, um, who are my friends, where they're just like, oh, I want to open a private practice, whatever, whatever. And I just think about, I'm like, yeah, but how do you figure out your tax? Like, private practice would mean that you have your own business. And like, I know that's how to- That's a whole nightmare. Yeah. And I, and I don't even know, like, even now I get to work from home. So essentially my employer can provide me with a letter once I'm- um, like in February when they would give you your like tax, like your T4 tax information, they would give you a letter saying like, oh, this person worked from home because then you can write off your rent, you can write off hydro, you can write off a few things. Yeah. Um, so it's better for your taxes. But like the only reason I know this is because my, um, one of the people in my office where I just finished working at, she works in Nova Scotia. She's like our IT person and she works all the way in Nova Scotia and she works from home. Okay. So she told us that that's how you do it. But like, had I not heard that just in conversation? You wouldn't have known. I wouldn't have known. No one would tell you. You have known. You just are not involved in these sort of conversations. And, and I, I, would, yeah. I just wish that they would prepare us more in that way because most of the, like imagine the conversation being you're, you're an adult once you have sex and not like you're an adult once you can figure out your own taxes. Right. When you can like do this, when you can like open your accounts by yourself, I, honestly, cause like, you know, what's funny. Cause I didn't get, cause I think credit is evil because it is. Uh -huh. Um, and so I didn't have a credit card until I was 27. Wow. Eight? 27, 27. So I didn't get one until then. And so I literally, when I went to the bank, I was like, okay, I haven't got a credit card. I've never had a credit card please explain credit cards to me like I yeah. am a child. I was like, be very simple, be very basic, explain interest to me, explain rates, explain this, explain that. Because like, I don't know. Because I, just, right. I never had a credit card because credit is evil. I have good credit though, because like I pay my stuff on time or whatever. Exactly. But it wasn't that good because obviously if you don't have a credit card, you can't like really build up your credit. Exactly. Now my credit's better because I've had a credit card and I pay my shit back on time and everything, blah, blah, blah. Well, exactly. But, the, oh, and but, I didn't tell you about that stuff either. Like, like pay all your shit on time or it's going to come to haunt you. Like, people don't have those conversations at all. And I, and like, so people, the fact that like in universities, when you start school, there's like Bank of Montreal and like CIBC are there hawking their fucking student credit cards. Right. But like not explaining what happens if you don't pay them. I think is criminal 
because it really is to like to basically to children to children who are like oh okay i'll pay this money oh my god i remember this one time there was this girl who came to a place i was working at and she was like devastated she was just and she just like told me about what happened to her just recently because she just realized that every time she made a like a debit transaction the account that she had Mm -hmm. she only had a certain amount of transactions so she was being charged every time and that like for for um switching money from account to account she's also being charged and she had j- like found it out like a minute before and told me all about it she's like i just found out that the last like se- like four years i've been like and i was like number one you don't look at your bank statements but, <laughs> but yeah like, and see your fees but you know what some people don't i get that that's fine whatever but like she was young but it was the fact that she was just like devastated by it and i was like yeah and you just wanted, had- like hundreds of dollars and you didn't know i've always had bank accounts that like don't charge me for anything because yeah. I've always had the banks, the like online banks. Cause yeah. my mom has always been like, I don't want you paying. Like, yeah. Banks. I might switch. I have, I definitely have an online bank account, but I don't really use it. So I should, I should do that. Yeah. So that's why I'm just, I just do that. And it's just easier for me. Um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like I've also heard shit like that from people where they're like, did you know? And I'm like, yep. Did you yeah, know? Like, I, I did know. Yeah, I did know. And I also budget like no one. Oh God, am I actually decently educated on finances? Like what is happening? If I know more than some people, then what's going on? You know what I mean? I have a hard time. I'm always, but I'm also always so intimidated when I hear stuff like, when I know people who like, like rent places out and all this other stuff. Oh my God. Honestly, Carmen, I'm intimidated when you talk about RRSPs. I'm like, "Uh uh-huh. You'll be like, yeah. And I have takes. I'm like, yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about. Like, (laughs) I don't know either, but, um, at least I know how to budget weirdly. I only found, like I had my RRSPs and I only found out until later that there's a max that you can put into your RRSP. How much, how much you make. But at the same time, it's a, okay. So like if I made, for example, 50,000 a year, yeah, I think they, I think I saw that like your limit for how much you can contribute is 30,000. And I'm like, what kind of ho, like hobo life are you living? <laughs> you can contribute 30,000 30, into your RSP. Uh, what kind of life? Where are you living? Who's, who's, who's taking care of you? You must be living rent free with your parents and also oh. not paying for food and, or any other, uh, Expenses. That's twenty thousand. That's thirty thousand dollars. I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. So even for me, like, I was like, I don't know. I contribute like, I'm gonna say like a thousand a year, like at least since I've had my RSP. So I don't understand. So like, I've literally met people. Like, I had gone on on a couple dates with somebody like a few years ago, where the guy was like. Oh, well, yeah, I always have to, ma- I always max out, you know, the amount that I put into my RSPs because it's just the responsible thing to do. And I was like, sorry, there's a max? What? What? And he's like, yeah, you didn't know. And I was like, like no. Excuse I- me, fuck you. No idea. How much money do you make, piece of when shit? Really, well, yeah. And then I, well, he was a lawyer, so that's why. Well, that yeah, cool. He was a lawyer. Yeah. You can't judge a social worker and a lawyer's like expenses on the yeah, fucking right. same that's insane if you're a lawyer and you make the same amount as a social worker you should be like not doing get another job you're not good at it yeah like what fucking absurd what a tool but yeah so you know adulthood is is many different things many different things it's honestly the maturity things are way easier than the financial things anyway we're gonna get going uh my uh social media or our social media is 
I'd kill a spider for you on Instagram. Uh, on Twitter, it's I'd kill a spider number four letter U. And my Instagram is Maria underscore 416. Catherine. Me? Uh, we really are doing everything backwards today. I know. Okay, so mine is the CC Williams. It's pictures of my cat. It's pictures of food I made and of landscapes and shit and flowers and bullshit. It's summer. I take a lot of pictures of flowers. So this has been good. I think we like fucking nailed it. Like high five, high five. slam dunk. Yeah. And hopefully people can relate and can be like, yeah, I feel the same. Yeah. Yes. And Please let us know how you feel because being an adult is difficult. Know. It's mm-hmm. It's a lot and it doesn't end and then you get old Ugh. and I swear to God, unless I die in an untimely way, I'm living to 90. So I'm going to be in this for the fucking long haul. Mm. My family just doesn't stop living. They just I keep know. living and living and living. It's awful. <sighs> but anyway, this was fun. All right. Well, toodaloo, Carmen. Take care, my and friend. And toodaloo, everybody else. <laughs>